Stay tuned. Eastside Radio, 89.7 FM. to Breaking Waves, the show for the waking brave. I am Jeff, and you are... I am Shay, and we're listening to Breaking Waves. Our episode is number 16. Woohoo! 16? Yeah. That means... Um, what does that mean? Does it mean, does it mean in America we can drink and uh, drive, <laughs> drive cars <laughs> and shoot, shoot guns? Guns? No. <laughs> no? Probably not. In um, fact, I think you've uh, got to be 21. You have to be 21 in America, in America to be silly and drunk. <laughs> 21. You drive a car. You can be, exactly. I think you can be 12 and have a gun. But yeah, no. look, let's not talk about that. Let's just talk about the fact that, yeah. that I'm you and you are me and together we are three. Now, that doesn't make sense. But like... <laughs> It's very good to be back. It feels like we haven't been here for a while. In yeah, fact, it's just been like a few weeks. It's been about four, six four, weeks. Six five, weeks. Six weeks. Six weeks. weeks. Six weeks. We haven't been on the air. No. I mean, I have seen you since then. Yeah. I've seen you around. Yeah. Um, we've got a very special guest coming up today, and we're going to tell you about them very soon. But first, I want to find out what you've been up to, Shay. Um, we were watching this movie about who killed an electric car, and it was a documentary of Jeremy's 2006 or 2007 documentary has been made. Yeah. And in fact, uh, um, it was yeah. a yeah. film that you've been wanting me to see for a while. Well, yeah. One of your favourites. And I, yeah. we, we, we did watch it and, together. And we saw... We saw the man, the beer, what's his name, Mel Gibson, the actor. Yeah, so they had a whole bunch of different actors actor. interviewed. And then there was Tom Hanks. He Tom was Hanks. In, the, in, in that movie, yeah. Yeah, but the basic gist of it was that the General Motors yeah. killed the electric car. <laughs> yeah. They'd actually invented one. Yes. What was it called? It was invented, it was made in 1996. They invented electric cars and they never promoted in America because people think they wouldn't have much demand and people wouldn't, wouldn't buy it. That's right. Well, basically General Motors were forced by the government, to, you know, car companies to develop electric cars. They developed one, people loved it, and then General Motors didn't really want it because mm. they would lose their, their, their oil, oil and their the, petrol the, the, engines. Yeah, yeah, so they yeah. quietly killed the car. Anyway, mm. it's a very good film. Highly recommended. Yeah. Um, speaking of electronics. Electronics, yeah. You've been to the good guys. Yeah, the good guys. My mum went to the good guys and then mum ran out of time and I had to eat Thai food restaurant with rice and Thai food with yes. vegetables. Well, it sounds good to me. Look, people, I'm just going to say, some people think it's exotic to be going to, I don't know, Tokyo and um, <laughs> I don't know, Argentina. Argentina. But Jay, in Sydney, you can have a good time. You go to the good guys, yeah. walk down the aisles of glittering white goods that are destroying our planet, but yeah. are very exciting, yeah. washers and dryers and toasters, yeah. then... Then uh, you uh, go to the Pato RSL yeah, for Thai food. food. Thai food, I know. And then there was the hamburger and chips. And my mum didn't want me having oh, chips. Oh, you, you weren't allowed to have the hamburger and chips. Because it put all my weight on my pills and tablets. But is, is Thai food good for you? Yes. I really like rice and vegetables. G- yes. G- guess what, Shay? Yes. Now, you'd call me a pretty skinny, good-looking guy, wouldn't y- you? Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, yeah. But my son is acting as my dietitian <laughs> at the moment. Because my yeah. son is quite, you know, Body, look obsessed, yeah, just, yeah. and he knows all about calories and jewels and muscles yeah, and different yeah. body. He's quite obsessed. Yeah. And I thought, well, yeah. I am getting a bit 
little bit pudgy. And so mm. I thought just for a bit of a laugh, I'll get him as my kind of dietitian. So I'm mm. on a slightly, fairly informal, but a slight diet. I'm just sort of trying to cut back on my sweet tooth because I've got a raging uh, sweet tooth. Sweet tooth. And, 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 guess what? Yeah. He weighed me last yeah. Monday because yeah. Monday's weigh-in day. Yeah. And I said, whatever you do, don't tell me. I didn't look at my weight. I don't want to know my weight. So yeah. I did it blind. So he recorded it yeah. last Monday. And then this morning, he weighed me again. And guess what? Yeah, you lost a kilo. I'd lost a kilo. Yeah. 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 And I was thrilled. And also, sometimes dietitians, they say you have to eat a good portion, but it's very hard to look because there's all these sugar muesli bars in my my my. Kara, who is from Jewish care, and Simon, we couldn't choose music bars because they were too unhealthy. And there was there was like a music bar that was like ten dollars. I had a music <laughs> bar before I came here, and it's true. They they look kind of oh, they got grain and nuts and crunch. That must yes. be good for you. And they're yeah. actually one of the sweetest things on the planet. Yes, Sugary it's and chocolatey. And like, like it's like that song, the honey sugar sugar. Sugar, sugar. Anyway, we could go on. Uh, we go on, but we but have to keep first going. First of all, I think we, we can't, have we, to. We can't talk too long forever. Because we can't we, talk forever. No, we could, we but could, we won't. We, we won't. Let's just talk about today's special guest coming up very yeah, soon. Now, yeah. what is her name? Her name is Anna Judger, and, and she is an actor. And she's an actor like my uncle Jerry. He's an actor. Well, uh, we're not going to talk about Jerry right now. No, we're going to talk about Anna, Anna Judger. Yeah, Anna Judger. Yeah. So she's an actor. She's a yeah. director. She's a teacher. Yeah. And we have to reveal, like, just you know, in the interests of full uh, disclaimership, is that a word? Disclaimership. Mm. Is she related to you, Shay? Related. Um, well, she's married to your uncle Jerry. My uncle Jerry, yeah, yeah. So, but, like, but, but she's not born in the family, in the Sont family. She wasn't born. She was born in a different family, but I don't know. Okay, well, we'll sort that out. So, we're yeah, gonna, the, yeah, we're yeah. going to interview um, Anna Jaja. We're very excited about that. But first of all, let's have let's have a song. Um, this is one of my favourite songs uh, ever. It's a beautiful pop song by a, a New Zealand band called The Chills, and it's called Heavenly Pop It. Heavy puppet? What yeah. Heavy, is it heavy, like heavy music? No, heavenly. Heavenly? What's heavenly? What's heavenly? Oh. Uh, okay.
And now on Breaking Waves, that special moment you've all been waiting for, our special guest interview. This week it is Anna Jaja. First, her 30-second bio. Anna studied theatre in Paris, where she performed both classical and contemporary plays. Her directing career began with Comédie de l'Art plays and Anglophone theatre. She also worked as a storyteller in Musée de Quai Brandy in Paris, performed in radio plays and made documentaries about life in Lebanon. Whilst directing, she also worked as a drama teacher at the Conservatoire National Superior de Musique. Since her arrival in Australia, she has directed non-Australian plays and run drama workshops for adults and students in English, French and Arabic. She still works as an actor overseas and recently toured the USA with The Lesson by Ionesco. She is currently directing Son of Biblos at Belvoir Street Theatre. Please make welcome Anna Jaja. Uh, hello, Anna. Uh, welcome to Breaking... Hi, uh, hi, how are you? Welcome to Breaking Waves and, and how's... How's Jerry Son? Is he good? Yes, he's good. He's very good. Your uncle, he's very well. He say, he asked me to say hello to you. It's good, isn't it, Anna, that he dives straight in at the deep end. He goes for the hard questions. I said, yeah, you've got, you got to grill Anna about her acting and directing career, yeah, yeah. and he goes straight for Uncle Jerry. But, you know. Uh, but, but, uh, what, what is your favourite art thing? Do you, do, what do you do in, as an art thing? Do you have a favourite? My favorite what? Sorry, Shay, I couldn't hear that. What is your favorite art thing to do? You? Well, art form, I think. Art, so, like art, you've art got form, yeah. painting and ah, directing and acting and all these strings to your bar. Yeah. Ah, that's a very good question, Shay, because um, I have a lot of passions, as you know. So um, uh, it's very tricky to answer. I love acting. Um, I think I prefer directing to acting now because I feel like it's um, even more creative and I can add more things, even though acting is super creative. Don't get me wrong. And I love painting and I make paper flowers as well, which I, I love to do. So I think it depends on the, my mood and the day. So some days I prefer to paint, other days I prefer to direct. It's all a bit mixed up. As long as it's art, I think I'm happy. Uh, happy. And what, what do you do in starting your acting career? Did you start in the 80s or 90s? What year did you start acting? I started in the years 2000 because uh, I'm not that old, Che. No, in 2000, uh, oh, the 2000s. <laughs> is it the Sydney 2000 Olympics? Is that the time of Sydney Olympics? Oh, uh, the Sydney Olympics. Yeah, that's when I started. You're right. I um, I studied acting first in Paris because I'm French, as you know. And, um, and I studied the acting for three years. And then I started... Um, performing as an actor and I was also a star- storyteller of uh, uh, stories from the Pacific air, uh, area at the Quai Museum in Paris and at the Louvre and um, I also taught drama and I directed plays so I started uh, 20 years ago I think. So, like Anna that. can I just ask like you started around the Olympics were you part of the Olympics as one of the uh, the actors like center stage dressing up as a giant koala or a, oh. a, a platypus? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I thought, uh, I think, I mean, I don't know, that's how I interpreted it, that my, I started acting when the Olympics were on in Yeah, Sydney. sure. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm but sorry, I, I, I was being slightly facetious, but I just had a flashback uh, of one of my early acting gigs, which was as a beetroot. Uh, no way. Yeah, I had to walk through a Western suburb shopping centre with a huge beetroot head and a beetroot suit while yeah, and hand out <laughs> balloons while young children punched me in the groin. 
um, and I sweated a lot. So, you know, that was just my oh. acting sort of experience. You probably had better experiences than that. I'm so jealous, though. Gee, I can't <laughs> put that on my resume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and uh, do, do you like animals and dogs and cats, Anna? Yes, I do. I have two dogs, two German shepherds, and two cats. So yeah, I can say I love animals. You've got serious dogs, <laughs> German shepherds. They're, they're, they're yeah. big dogs. They're real dogs. They're huge dogs. Oh, I, yes. I, I got a Chihuahua, but <laughs> semi Chihuahua. She's a semi Chihuahua. She's a half uh, mini pincher, half. But she would probably take on your German Shepherds any day. <laughs> not that it's, oh, a, yeah, not, it's like not a competition, that. you know. Uh, and <laughs> and what, what is your dream of life? Do you have a dream about being an actor and be like Jerry Salt, my uncle? Do, um, I, do, I, do I have a dream of being an actor? Is that what you, you said? Yeah, dream of your life of your actor. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. We should just clarify, first of all, um, Shay, just in case the listeners don't know who Jerry Sont is, like, and everyone does, because he is, you know, is a famous actor. You and Jerry are an item. That's right, isn't it? Isn't it, Anna? We are. You are. Yay. In fact, you're probably married. So, and and Jerry is Shay's uncle. Mm. Just you know, in the interest of full disclosure. Yeah. So I and, think, and and he, and he and he done acting for forty five years, but he can have this experience. Maybe we'll interview. Jerry Sont in the next interview. Maybe, but at the moment we're talking to yes, Anna. Yes, that would be so, good. Um, Anna, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so maybe we'll talk to Kirk Douglas. But at the moment we're talking to Anna. And, uh, yeah. Anna, um, can, can I just ask, with, yes. you talked about directing and acting. What do you find to be, um, to what extent does a director shape the play? I mean, I think I know the answer in that it, to a huge extent. But do you find that like a very rewarding part of the process, like putting your vision of a text on stage and going, that's my creative baby. Um, is, is, I guess that's part of the thrill of it, right? Oh, it's a, it's a, um, I love that question. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love doing the, um, look, um, uh, usually a play that I, I choose to put um, on in Australia, I've seen it um, in France and I loved it and I can't wait to, to give my own interpretation of it. So um, that's what I like. Like the script is, is beautiful and I, I fall in love with the script and usually I like the directing. Yeah, but in right. my head I go, oh, I would have done it that way and that way and completely different because you're going to have thousands of interpretation of the same sure. play and that's why, you know, that's why Shakespeare is still on. Um, sorry, sorry the, the play you're talking about, is it Son of Biblos? Is that the play you're talking about? The one about? I'm putting on, yeah, the one I'm directing on at the moment is called Son of Biblos. It's written by James Elhazi, who's um, an Australian, beautiful Australian playwright from um, an origin and um, Lebanese background. So okay. um, this play is about um, a Lebanese young man who's gay and who's struggling to come to terms with telling his parents who are very traditional Leban Australian Lebanese. Yeah. And um, this is a bit different because this is um, uh, because usually I put on plays that are not written in English and that's the first time that I direct a uh, play that's uh, written in English. So I don't, I'm not producing uh, the show. I'm directing the show, which is already a lot of work. And what's interesting in that case is that because the, the playwright is Australian and lives in Sydney and um and uh, we get on well. He, we are able to exchange uh, ideas about the play and uh, his vision and my vision. And sometimes 
uh, my vision is very different to his vision. You get and, clashing, um, clashing visions occasionally? Sometimes, yes. Yeah. So it's interesting to see how he saw um, how his vision was and why I see it completely differently. And so there's we had a lot of discussion about um, uh, what the, the direct... So that's why your question is very interesting, what the, the director adds to the play or not or how they interpret the play or do they have to respect the play completely or not it's a bit like when you put you um you adapt a, a book to the as a movie it's yeah. uh, you have to to adjust and the director sees obviously differently to the readers so then some readers are disappointed and so or and, and they love course, it more of course if you're talking something like shakespeare versus a contemporary living author uh, particularly an author that you're in contact with in the same city with that's a different kettle of fish again because if you are adapting a dead author or an author who's not there then maybe you've got more license but if the person is there collaborating with you that then that's like a different kind of perhaps creative pressure at times or yeah it is it's very it's very different so that's the first time i do it so i'm discovering how how to work it out so it's very interesting at, and 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 very challenging at the same time so it's a matter of finding a balance how much do you uh do do you do you want to compromise or do you want to respect uh, the the play as much as possible I'm not for compromise because I think it doesn't serve um, a play. You have to be bold and go one way or the other. So it's uh, very interesting to see how we decide to go one way or the other and how we can find um, a language that we are both happy in. But sure. uh, at the end of the day, I think the um, the final cut, as they say in movies, goes to the director. So yeah. the interpretation is the director's one. That's my absolute rule. So... Okay. That's how I think. It is a bit like the, 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 the Birdman, you know, Birdman, the movie Jerry Sunset, the Birdman, you acted play and you, you, you acted like a superhero. Have you heard about Birdman oh. and, and a judge? The movie, the movie Birdman, is that what you're saying, Yeah, Shay? Birdman, yeah, Jerry. Yeah, I did announce it on, in Wing Gap Radio before, but um, I'll just say, do you want to say any words, Jeff? Well, yeah, that's... Um I guess, what, what's the the context of Son of Biblos? The play you play you're putting on at Belvoir at the moment. You've you've got is your your background is French Lebanese? Is that right? Yes, yes. So and, and, I'm born in France, and both my parents are Lebanese. Okay, and and you you seem to be by, from your bio, you are interested in doing, um, I don't know, I don't know the right terminology for this, but but uh, uh, plays and texts from. Uh, what's the word? <laughs> Not English speaking oh, backgrounds or e the immigrant experience, that kind of thing. Like, do you, do yeah, you, have, so do you have similarities with, say, what is it, Christos Cholkos, that kind of thing? Like, he, I think a lot of his novels sort of um, are about his Greek, right? Like, the immigrant experience. Is that something something that interests you? Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, it, it's part of the, the work that I like to work on, not all the work, but part of it because it uh, brings another vision of the world. So anything that brings a different way of looking at the word interests me. So the, the vision of um, a migrant or someone with a, a multicultural background, that always interests me, but not it's not uh, all my work. I also like plays 
the just plays that are written in another language than English that then I translate into English or ask someone to translate into but, English. But you are interested in, in like um, non-English speaking plays. Like you've done, you've done work on Frida Kahlo, and is it? Ionesco, is that how you say his name? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so. Ionesco was uh, written in French. Frida Kahlo was written in Spanish. Uh, Goya was written in Spanish from Argentine. So it's as long as it's a foreign play. Yeah. Um, uh, um, or it has um, topics that are multicultural. Um, I love working sure. on that. And, and Son of Biblos, the, the play you're doing at Belvoir, is that actually set in Australia with like uh, people of Lebanese heritage or is it set in Lebanon or el elsewhere? No, it's set in Australia. Set in you're, Australia, yeah, so okay. It's, yeah, in Australia with um, with the parents. So it's the parents who are um, Australian from a Lebanese background who moved to Australia um, uh, at some point in their so, life. So maybe a clash of traditions is what we've got here and, and, and yeah, cultures yeah, and generations, right? Yes, and um, coming to terms with what you keep from your uh, country when you come to Australia, and how the new generation change, obviously, and and are um, and adjust to the new culture quicker than the older generation. It's and a it's a huge theme, isn't it? It must be just huge, like that that rending, that tearing, and what to keep and what to throw away, and different generations hold wanting to hold on to different parts of the culture, and younger people perhaps going, "Well, that's not me. I'm now this," yeah. and probably sadness on the part of our parents, older generations going, yeah. "You're losing. You're yeah, losing where true. you come from." I guess it must be hard. Yes, yeah, it's very hard, and it's very interesting because when you go back to the country, actually, the young people are way more advanced. Quite often. Uh, like they're more evolved than in their in their thinking and less traditional mm -hmm. than the people who immigrated and who are set in their mind as if as if they want to respect what they left, but they haven't adjusted to the change in society in their country of origin. So it's always fascinating to see the clash, especially when it comes to homosexuality and be and what it means to be gay in one country or the other, and how you can talk about it. And so it just opens um, a new can of worms in a way yeah well it sounds fascinating and like i i'm gonna get to try and get along and see it well, mm. what 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 dates are the when, when does the play open the play opens on friday the 6th and then it goes it runs for three weeks until the 21st of may brilliant downstairs mm. belvoir Okay, look, Anna, Anna, we've given you some pretty soft questions, I think, so far. I think um, Shay's going to take over and ask you a couple now of heavy ones. Okay, you ready? But how living artists, how hard is it to be a successful artist when you make money for living in Australia? Oh, that's a very good question. Um, it's not easy at all. I can't say that. Um, as a um, working in theatre, it's very, it's almost impossible to make money from directing. It's really, really difficult. So, um, but because I love teaching drama as well, that's um, mainly how I make a living by teaching drama, giving creative writing classes. Uh, as a director, it's uh, very, very difficult. Very difficult. And what about your dreams in life? Are you going to have a dream about how are you? Do you like to relax a bit in music and swimming and walking and have nature? Oh wow! You described me perfectly well, Shay. You know me really well. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, I love to walk in the bush and I love nature. So that's why I moved to Australia because um, I was living in Paris and there's not much nature in Paris and I was missing the the sun and the beautiful bush that I know in Australia because I have a lot of family in Australia. So I used to visit them a lot and I really wanted to enjoy that much more. So mm. I love walking, swimming in rock pools and ocean pools. Well, and yeah, and you so, live in the place for it. You so, live down at Coldale, which mm. is just uh, mm. a wonderland of bush, escarpment, pool, beach. Yes. Um, it's a beautiful area. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yes, I love it. I moved there five years mm. ago and I'm not coming back to see <laughs> It's the best place to live where did you meet jerry Sont? did you i don't know where did you meet jerry Sont? Anna? yeah where did you meet uncle jerry ah i met him uh, thanks to your mother shay because she was uh, attending one of my drama classes in french really and uh, yeah and she said you should meet my brother he works in theater as well and uh, so she introduced us and that's how it happened so you have to thank your mother my mom my mom's going the next interview we're going to interview about the ndis disability we do that soon the NDIS. yeah but i want to ask anna um is it hard having two actors in one family like you're married to an actor uh that actor is married to you. Is it? Is that a hard glove to wear to mangle a metaphor? Like, uh, I don't know. Do you have yeah. bat battling egos? Do you have battling audition pieces? Are you both talking to yourselves in different rooms as you rehearse scripts, or is it a bit bit calmer than that? Oh no, it's very violent. <laughs> um, <laughs> because Smashing we both have very strong and... personalities, so we clash a oh, lot. Right. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, a lot. Okay. But uh, have you seen the show? Have you have you visited them? Have you seen smashing plates and things? <laughs> no, I no. no, 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 no. Tell, I get good reports. Um, Jerry, Jerry likes to have a lot of dramas, and he likes to be a funny man. And he likes to. He, 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 like, he yeah. likes to be a, be a serious man. You know, Anna, if any time you've got a family secret, and I'm talking about Jerry or Arani here, uh, and you want it aired in public, you just you just <laughs> let Shay know and you put him on the radio and anything you say, like, whatever you do, don't tell my girlfriend. Don't tell my girlfriend this. It's going to be out there. Yeah. People are going to be talking about it on uh, the street. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's very funny. I know. <laughs> uh, I think well, we have to wrap up soon, but thank you for an interview, and we we hope you for your art, your your acting career, and you can have thirty years of your acting career soon. It's it's been oh, that's nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks, Anna. It's been um, it's been great. It's been a wide ranging, eclectic kind of weird discussion, <laughs> uh, which is the only way we like to do it here. Um, good luck with Son of Biblos, which opens, I think, um, very, very soon. Um, but yeah. downstairs, Belvoir Street Theatre, it sounds like um, a, a meaty kind of play. So, yeah, me thanks guys. a lot. Thank you a lot. Bye-bye. See you. Thank Bye. you for having me, both of you. Thank yeah. you. Well, that was good. That was fun. And that was a wrap, he says, wrapping a Christmas present. Did you like it, Shay? Yeah, I like it. We're going to be back next week. We're doing Breaking Waves. We're doing the next episode, and we're going to interview Richard Autism Mates. Okay, we're out of here. The only thing to decide now is what to have for dinner. Dinner. We'll decide that on the way out of here. Thank you so much for having us. It's been fun. Bye, 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 bye.
You're listening to People Powered Radio, proudly supported by the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The Community Broadcasting Foundation resources community-owned and operated media stations just like this one that connect people and tell vital, local stories so that we all enjoy a more vibrant, inclusive Australian culture and healthy democracy. Find out more about our work at cbf.com.au.